Welcome back to Talking Sack. Uh, big, huge episode this week. The regular NASCAR season is over, for those of you who don't know. Not sure how you don't know at this point, but you, if you don't know, it's over. Uh, Liz, how exciting is that to you as a person? That is pretty darn exciting because it now means we move into the championship phase. So we'll, uh, I know, right? Mur, mur, mur. So uh, we go from 16 and then three races. So the first of those races is Sunday at Darlington mm. uh, Speedway in South Carolina. Um, the second is uh, the second is um, Richmond Speedway, which is a short, uh, flat, pretty flat, uh, short track. Um, and then uh, Bristol, which is a very not flat short track. Yep. They, uh, they always do a nice little mix of courses so they can weed it down really quickly and get all the uh, losers out of there immediately. Cough, Alex Bowman, cough. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> Poor Alex. It's, it's tough, man. On a day when his team was ascendant, he was nowhere to be seen. As his... his um, now his, you know, sort of the person he's most directly going to be compared to, which is William Byron, won a race. <laughs> and he hasn't in quite a while. He hasn't even factored in quite a while. Yeah, and uh, speaking of the race this weekend, that race was super nuts, especially towards the end. Uh, Two just, red flags in the last, like, 15 laps. <laughs> yeah, it was it was insane. It was, it was really kind of heartbreaking, too, because Bubba almost had it at the end there. And then uh, Logano. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a second time at Daytona in three weeks, Logano wrecks us out. <laughs> Baba must have been furious. It it the fact he rallied for fifth I thought was actually pretty impressive. But yeah, I agree. Uh, just because like he had he had a lot of damage on that right tire, and the first time I saw the replay, I thought he was going to restart in like third or fourth. But now he restarted yeah. like twelfth. <laughs> so getting getting back to fifth though was really impressive. Even though, like, most of the field was taken out by those two crashes. Oh, yeah. There are only, like, 20 cars that finished this race. (laughs) There was was a couple mishaps early on, but the majority of the cars were just taken out uh, by Logano and Tyler Reddick. Oh, the Tyler Reddick one was much worse than the Logano one in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah, true. the Logano, the Reddick one, he just pulled in front of him, and it was pretty clear he didn't have the space. He was, he was, he was you know, he his quarter panel was not clear. <laughs> I agree. And yeah. The other, I, I also, is, I get the. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh I Go was ahead. just gonna say, at Daytona, you have to make a little more space because you slow down as you get out of a draft. So then. Mm-hmm. So they don't just, well, as they did, just slam into him. I, I do understand uh, wanting to make the move, though, in his case. Uh, it's like your two laps, or not two laps, there's like five laps left in the race or whatever it was at the point. Yeah. Uh, he needs the win to play in the playoffs. His team needs the points. But uh, making like a, a, a dumb move uh, with the other people still fighting to win and stuff, I can't, I can't imagine uh Kyle Bush was very happy after that. Oh my I, god, he was pissed and Ryan Newman was he was <laughs> ready to fight. 
Ryan if Newman. If he had seen is, Tyler yeah, Reddick, he would have punched him. He would have hit him. <laughs> Ryan Newman told him to go race in whatever uh, Xfinity series is. I have no idea. Yeah, uh, he but is, he was, he was that upset. He told him, yeah, told him to go to some fantasy thing. Uh, maybe it's an iRacing league. I don't really keep up with oh, that. Oh, must be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that makes sense because Xfinity Internet, see? Yeah, it all comes together. Big full yeah. circle. Yeah. yeah. Or poor Ryan. He didn't. He didn't have a good season at all. No, and but it would have been salvaged if he had won this race. Or at least yeah. placed. I mean, if he would have won the race, yeah. But I think at least placing good for him would have been nice right. after getting injured. The first was it the first race of the season he got injured? Uh, yeah, the five hundred, the first points paying race. So, yeah, Um, yeah. I mean, there's still 10 races to go, so he can maybe finish in sixth or what, or 17th, Um, (laughs) you know, the top, top non-playoff driver. Uh, So, we'll see. Talladega would be fun. He just wins 10 straight races. That would be absurd. (laughs) (laughs) But he wrecks out uh, Harvick. He he wins at Phoenix by bumping Harvick off and then winning, and then Hamlin gets <laughs> finishes second. He just he just takes one for the team. He just ruins <laughs> ruins the ruins the sport. Just whatever it takes for Hamlin to win. <laughs> Everyone rallies together to make sure Harvick doesn't get it. Uh, which yeah, well, would, would be it's, would be insane. It's less you know Kevin not getting it and more Denny getting it you know that's why now it's Kyle Busch <laughs> Kyle Busch uh, is in a weird spot because uh, he has he, he didn't win a race so he, he has like the least amount of playoff points or at least like the group of five that have the least amount of playoff points uh, he definitely has a better chance of winning than Cole Custer or Alex Bowman does because it is Kyle Busch but yeah and they're only like nine at they're only like nine points clear or back of being at the cutoff line. Um, that is true. So actually, you, I don't, you, I don't know, I don't know. Is it, so they eliminate four every round? Yeah. So it goes uh, sixteen down to twelve after these three races. Yeah. So he's tied for the cutoff, which I think is at like five people right now, isn't it? Yeah. There are oh, yeah, a bunch he... of people tied there, and then there are a couple people who had no playoff points. Okay, yeah, that's fair. So he should be. I, I think Kyle Busch will make it to the next round. I don't. I, I don't remember how we were doing our like uh, elimination thing, but I, I definitely think Kyle Busch makes it to the next round. Oh yeah, we'll just name who doesn't make it. That's the easiest way. That seems easier. Uh, we'll each have Alex Bowman and Cole Custer <laughs> for sure. I think. Oh. On uh, one of the one of the NASCAR podcasts I listened to, they were like, "Who do you think the first four out was?" And like six different people had Bowman, and he was like the only person everybody had. <laughs> I, was, I, I I do understand not having faith in him. He is yeah. he's the most mediocre driver I think in the playoff field. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that's that's true, especially because you know at least Ryan Blaney has a win since COVID. Mm-hmm. Everyone else who's like kind of, or we've seen them do it. Probably the person on the worst run um, is Kyle, but 
even his worst run was enough to get point his way in fairly easily. That is true. Uh, I think the Bush brothers. Um, I don't. I don't know. I think both of them are going to have a hard time making it. I could see Kurt getting out this round just because of how like the tight the battle will probably be between. He's always been very good at Bristol, though, and Darlington. That is true. Darlington uh, I, tends to favor the older guys, so I I kind of like him to um to do pretty well, especially because um I feel like his team will be knowing that they have to point their way in, so they'll go for stages and things like that. So I I think he makes it through actually. Uh, yeah, I think push. looking I think looking at the list, he does make it through. Uh, I don't I don't know who else. Might not. I think uh, Benedetto probably. I don't know. Wood Brothers can at least get up front again. So I feel like at least for this first cutoff, they have a pretty good chance of at least getting, um, you know, enough points to just point their way in over someone like, I don't know, Austin Dillon. I think Austin's going to find it very difficult. Um, he's. I guess. He's something, you know, like he's got like the 20th fastest car or something. <laughs> and he's going up against guys who have like the sixth or eighth fastest car. So it's that it's is. very it's very difficult to, to do that. And it's not it's not surprising that uh, and RCR is obviously doing better than they have in recent years, but they're still not at the level that some of these other teams are at and it's even with that car in some ways the eight has been faster overall mm-hmm. um i think reddick actually finished with if not more points like very similar points to uh to uh dylan there austin so oh, yeah it austin dylan finished like 19th or 20th in points but he's yeah he and he, he uh which is exactly where his car was so he didn't add a ton as a driver yeah i rate him i think he's okay but it just mm-hmm. shows that the ceiling at rcr is fairly fairly hard set you have to you have to win yeah honestly i wouldn't be surprised if like the four people eliminated were all people that had losses uh, or if like Clint Boyer or Almarola got out, I wouldn't really be shocked either. <laughs> I, I, I Almarola is so consistent though. I feel like he's just very good at getting the car home. Yeah, I think he'll be like around the tenth position probably. I don't have any faith really in Clint Boyer as much as I probably do Alex Bowman. So right. So who are your four? Um, I'm gonna go Bowman, Custard, Boyer, and. Uh, I guess I, I I'll go De Benedetto over Dylan. I guess I think mm-hmm. I, I, is Dylan's probably the smarter choice, but I I figured I'll just choose him because you're probably going to choose Dylan. Yeah, no, I am I am going to choose Austin Dylan. I think I don't. It's hard to see it without him winning Bristol or maybe Richmond. It's hard to see him not getting through. So I've got uh, Bowman, Dylan, Custer, and then. Um, for my last one, I will take. Are you just thinking really hard there? Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, 
Let's go. Yeah, Clint Boyer misses. Yeah, I I know like the older guys do better at Darlington or whatever. Uh, but I just he is just I I never see him during races. Right. Uh, he's he's very like maybe like middle of the pack for me. I know he'll probably do well in points enough that he'll at least like finish thirteenth probably. But I I don't right. know if he makes the cutoff. It, it'll it'll be close in there. Um, here here's someone else who I think might have not on this round, but maybe the next would be someone like Joey Logano. Mm. Um, yeah, I could. Logano could. Logano has, has enough a, points probably to make it to the next round already. Yeah. Uh, this well, he's so the cutoff is at um, twelve, which is. 2005 points so he's 17 points up on that so if he has two bad races he's in real trouble mm-hmm. um someone like harvick that's less true obviously the line also moves as pe- if people win races and such that is true um so you know e- everyone's at least a little at risk except maybe harvick yeah I don't. So do they do they score the same as they do in the regular season in the playoffs, or is it like a little? Yeah, different? yeah. No, it's the same scoring, and okay. you know you get the only difference is your playoff points. Those carry over, but they reset normal points. So you okay. earn your normal points for those three races, but only the playoff points carry over. Oh, okay. Yeah, that to the sense. next round. Yeah. So. Um, at the next round, uh, Kevin will automatically just start with 57 points, assuming he doesn't get any more playoff points, which would be surprising. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I I feel like most of them... I could see, like, Blaney not making it either if he has, like, like a bad race or something. I could see anyone, like, below sixth uh, reasonably getting eliminated, I think, anyways. I just think, like, the Bush brothers and, like... Uh, Blaney, I guess, would just have be like slightly faster than everyone else, or just slightly more like uh, luckier, maybe either. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think Kurt's a real threat to win in a way that yeah. I don't feel that way about some of the other guys we're talking about. I think mm-hmm. Amarola will point his way in. He's been very consistent. Yeah, I I I don't I feel. <clears throat> I feel kind of strongly about uh, like Kurt Busch uh, now that I think about it, making it in as well. I don't, I, I haven't really watched enough or like focused enough on Almarola, but yeah, I, he has always been like 12th all season. So at least he's been like staying on the line of being eliminated. I guess he'd probably right. be in like 10th all season. So, right. And you know, he's one of those guys that feels like should have won a race this year, but just kind of hasn't. Just a lot mm-hmm. of top fives, top tens, top fives, top tens. So well, same with like Kyle Busch too, yeah. <laughs> who has eleven top fives, which is kind of absurd for not winning one. Right, but he's also you know crashed out of some races and stuff. So yeah, like last weekend, I think la- I think last weekend Kyle Busch probably would have won if he didn't wreck out. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah, good look at it. Um, but one thing that's um, interesting about that is that now crashing out becomes much more important <laughs> true 
has over 26 races or whatever, one, you know, 29th place finish isn't the absolute end of the world, especially if you've already won a race. But Mm -hmm. if you're now, if you're Cole Custer or something and you, you don't have a mulligan, you have to do well in all of those races. Whereas a lot of these guys known they're in the playoff for months. Like Alex mm-hmm. Bowman has been locked in since pre-COVID, you know. <laughs> and this, it's definitely this is... a, yeah, definitely a. I don't know if that's a good thing for him or not. He, I don't. He hasn't got any better since then, so I don't know if he's even like. He's gotten worse. Of course, yeah. he's gotten worse. He won a race. Look <laughs> him now. He just hasn't tried. Yeah. <laughs> the that's... Hendricks team in general over the last couple of weeks though has been getting a little better. I oh, have yeah, been shitting. Sure, they they Less. won the last race. <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, obviously, yeah. Byron, who it, was their they, third best driver, won the race. Yeah, they won two days. So. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Johnson just got cut off because Byron won. So he hate to see Well, that. he finished fifteenth. Uh, well, he, he, he did wreck out. Yeah. Well, not wreck out. He got like fucked, and then he had to like finish on three wheels essentially. So yeah. Which is and which then, does suck. I feel bad for him. Yeah, I mean, he only missed by nine points, but once Byron, so that's pretty frustrating. Given he got disqualified from a race that he finished like twelfth in, and then mm-hmm. he um, had to miss a race because of he tested positive for COVID. So yeah. I also feel bad for, like, Eric Jones, who got really close and then wrecked last week, too. He was, like, 20 points out, but still was kind of close if he would have finished, like, better. Yeah, well, if he had, if he had, he had to, he had too bad of a, um, of a Dover, really, to, he needed a win. He was 50 points mm-hmm. out at the start of the race. He really needed a win, especially after he did, he didn't do very well in stage one, so. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel we'll bad see for anyone of, that didn't get like a. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we'll see a lot of stage racing too over the next few. That all the, all the guys sort of on the bubble will push hard for those stage points. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, I think stage racing is one of like the. It's it's a very like neat thing that they added in the last couple of years or whatever, or at least uh, focused on more. Uh, and adding like competition cautions and stuff, it's it's at least it, I think it makes it easier also for like uh, casual fans of the product to focus more and like under, understand how the point system works instead of just uh, if you either win the race or you don't really to get the most points. Uh, I think because that's kind of how Byron got a lot of his points too was like stage wins. Yeah, yeah, and the play the playoffs and things like that so it just and it just gives people more incentive to drive the whole race and it mixes up strategy and it it's interesting and having these playoff points that like carry over if you win stages is interesting so i like it i do i do i do like when i first heard about it i guess i had reservations but again i was like 14 so i don't know how much i really cared about it right I don't know how long stage races have been in, I guess. But like, I feel like three it, or four years. Yeah, so I was like 14. <laughs> like, I was nine. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, like 17, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm bad at numbers. but Yeah, okay. <laughs> numbers, math isn't real. So. 
So. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So who 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 would you want to win the championship? Forget who you think it's going to. Who would you? Uh, I think out of everyone, I think I want Chase Elliott to win the most. Mm. Just just after that Goldberg promo, I think. Right. Oh Chase yeah, Elliott. no, for sure. Chase Elliott's your guy. <laughs> I either want Chase or like one of the like um middle middle of the pack dudes to win it just because I think that'd be cool. Uh also Martin Truex or Denny would be good too. I think Denny Hamlin is probably number one, if not Chase actually. So yeah. I just want to see Denny. I do want to see Denny win one. <laughs> yeah, I mean it'd be incredible. I Okay, so I either want a crazy run from someone random like Austin or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or that'd be uh, insane, yes. Yeah. Or a um Chase and Denny. I mean Yeah, I think those are just some basic choices. And, I think you know, by are, Byron yeah. as well. That mm-hmm. would be fun if Byron got ri- like, oh, he wins one and then suddenly he's the best racer on earth. Because that kinda happened to Chase. They took them the exact same amount of time to get the first win. Mm-hmm. Um, it was and like Chase did get second this one. weekend, so yeah. Well, it was ninety nine for one of them and ninety eight for the other um, races to get that first victory. So um, maybe maybe this is what it takes to really shotgun him into that top tier, um, mm-hmm. where honestly Hendrick should belong, but for some reason doesn't. At the moment, got to bring that Liberty car to victory lane. Get that cup and championship. Right? Hell yeah! Exalta uh, wins again. Need is uh, the Liberty car to win a championship, even though they're. I don't think their football program is probably playing this year. Yeah. <laughs> and they, their uh, uh, highly publicized uh, president had to step down in a. Bizarre cuckoldry scandal. <laughs> you love to see a good cuckoldry scandal. Those things just yeah. don't happen like they used to. No. <laughs> well, it didn't used to be a scandal. That's what changed. So. You used uh, to be able to cuck in peace. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you think Clint Boyer will take your CSU Rams card of victory lane and <laughs> No, he hasn't run it in a while. This dart speaking of this paint scheme this weekend is all throwback. And some of oh. them are throwbackier than others. <laughs> is is William Byron running a DuPont car? Uh I actually don't know what Byron's running. You um, should. I need well, the nineties rainbow the, DuPont car. DuPont I don't get, I don't care if they have I don't care if they own the sponsor. I need it going. Okay, it'll be exalted. It'll be yeah. exalted. Well, you could do the color scheme then. Yeah, they'll per- steal, they, maybe. Maybe get they're a doing that. Assist. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, side note, I I looked up Clint Boyer's Wikipedia, and for some reason, his height it's like six feet, and then in parentheses it says same as David Reagan for whatever reason. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's just like. Yeah, that's really good. I wonder. Yeah, and then then if you click on David Reagan, it says the same as Clint Boyer. (laughs) I have no idea what that means, but it's hilarious. That is pretty good. I like that. Do it's a little like secret Easter egg I found. I guess. Yeah, that's cool for Robacks. I know that some. Oh yeah, Jimmy Johnson's doing this. 
What's Jimmy Johnson doing? He's doing a split um thing for like so the top is uh um Richard Petty car and then the bottom is Dale Dale Earnhardt Senior car. Oh. He's, he's the they're the only seven time champs. Mm. That that is true. Uh yeah. I guess I didn't think but and unfortunately Jimmy Johnson can't that. get that eight. Makes you think. So. It does, it does. <laughs> uh, Quinn Huff uh, running the Starcom car. I just looked up the thing, and the first one that popped up was Quinn Huff's car, which is like a farmer thing. Yeah, because he's, do- he's double zero. Um, oh. So I, uh, Chase Elliott is running a um, throwback uh Jimmy Johnson scheme with Napa instead of uh Lowe's. Oh you know that's yeah. sort of like blue and yellow. Yeah that's pretty. I like that. I, I just started looking at them. But yeah that is okay. It is, is a nice little scheme. Uh I do like uh Austin Dillon's car which is like a the throwback Richard Childress Childress uh one which is pretty cool. Uh, I do like Kevin Harvick's old Bush logo car. That is pretty sick. Oh, yeah. You know what's uh, bullshit? And what is? <laughs> so in in NASCAR, he, uh, the latest one, not only do they not have the bean car, which is just disgusting, if you ask me. That is true. But they also don't um, have the bright red uh, Kevin Harvick car. Hmm. Weird. Right? Can you make your own skins for cars? Kind of. Not really detailed. Deed, deed, deed. Mm. Well, you should. Yeah. Have you seen JJ Yaley's car for the weekend? It is disgusting. Oh. It is why? like it's like a it's like a black car and there's like a green like uh like spray paint like thing that like goes diagonal over the car and then there's like a. Uh, like a star pattern uh, oh, 27. Oh man, yeah. that's pretty wild. Jake that is rough. Yeah. It's supposed to look like a 90s Nerf car, but that's just rough. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> running Skull Bandit, I think. Oh yeah, uh, Timmy Hill. Timmy Hill is running the Skull oh. Bandit. Yeah, I just saw that. That's neat. <laughs> I just started looking through them because I hadn't uh, seen any of them yet. And these are some of them are just haunting to look at. But other, the other ones... is also running a Jimmy Johnson. Good for them. Just got to get them all out there. But you can't get away from that twenty-four running a Liberty University car. So no. upsetting. I think Liberty University should have doubled down on a Dupont color scheme. But that's just me. Yeah. What a shit university! Absolutely trash. Would the worst. Send, would never send my kids there. <laughs> like you would have children. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I, I don't have a response to it, but that's fair. <laughs> Just wouldn't have kids. I do. <laughs> There, yes, most of the cars look good. I, I JJ Yaley's car is fine. It's just like the color scheme is bad. It's so. going to very, very too bad. It's so slow. I wish it was slightly faster. Um, that it's Rick Ware. 
<laughs> so that we would actually see it on TV. That is uh, true. <laughs> I do enjoy uh, the old M&M's car, though. Cow- oh, yeah. The, the, there the are giant Elliot, M&M's. Yeah, there are multiple Elliot uh, Sadler cars <laughs> running this weekend. <laughs> in for one of the most random, random great NASCAR guy. He won me a fantasy league in like 2000 something because I was like, hey, no one's taking this guy. And then he went on a big run. So I always like him. Good man. Clint Boyer's running a Kyle Petty throwback car. Awesome. Mm. Well, Kyle Petty. <laughs> who, who can't forget the countless Kyle Petty moments, including, and not to be limited to, if if I can think of anything, I will add them in those blanks. But uh, I just cannot. I could yeah. No. Um. I'm. I'm. A, he won a couple races, but then he he went on some epic losing streak of like, you know, fifteen years or something. Yeah. Well, mostly because he was racing when he was like sixty, and they're just like, all right, let him go. Right. Who cares? Yeah. Who Who does <laughs> care? That's a good question. Who does care? <laughs> okay. Uh. So. So on a side note, I guess not a side note, this is all we're talking about, but uh, who do you think is winning this weekend? Win- winning the actual race? Yeah, uh, winning the race. Who's-, who's winning? Martin Truex Jr. is going to win this race. He, he's due for? He's due for. He's fast here. He's been third, fourth, third, third, fourth, second, third, fourth, third. You know, mm-hmm. just... That is fair. Yeah, happens somewhere. He's a great driver. Darlington's a tough track. I think he gets it. Uh, I think uh, I'm gonna go Chase Elliott just because he's on the pole. I think, but yeah, he is on Chase the Elliott. pole. Yeah, Chase Elliott seems like a. I feel like he's just gonna pull pull one out one of these weeks. But yeah, well, I mean, he he won not that long ago, so. Well, yeah, I know. I meant like during the playoffs, but yeah. yeah. Or or Bubba. I hope Bubba wins. I hope Bubba wins. If, if Bubba won at Darlington, that would be incredible for a number of reasons. Um, but yeah, no, that was absolutely a front to God if Bubba's car can somehow win. Yeah, I mean the the one he'll have a really there are a couple tracks during the playoffs he'll have a good shot at. Um, Darlington isn't naturally one of them, but who knows? Um, but, uh, Bristol is one. Um, Mm. there's no real reason he can't run well there. Um, Martinsville is a big one. He, he is a, um, Martinsville, uh, fiend, uh, Mm. says it's his favorite track, loves it. Um, and Talladega is the other one that that comes to mind as well as the place yeah, that, that, that Bubba might that, get. That's one. the that's the Ryan Blaney special. So yeah, so I mean, <laughs> he just has to he just has to make it through this round and then win at Talladega, and he's in the finals or the semifinals. Right. <laughs> Good for Ryan Blaney. He's making it all the way to top eight. Yeah. Well, and same with Martin. Uh, Martin Truex in Martinsville. He's won like three of the last four races there or something. So, and it's one of the. I, I mean, the track is named after him. So. Yeah, or he. Someone's something's named after somebody. Um, 
Who else would it be named after? There's no one else named Martin. Martin Prince from The Simpsons. True. You're right. It could be Martin Prince, Bill. Makes you think. <laughs> Martin Lawrence. What if it's named after Martin, Martin Lawrence? <laughs> you, 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 would, you just assume. You just assume in your ivory tower out there in Iowa <laughs> that it's a white person. Oh. No, it could be <laughs> towns can be named after people of any race. Yep, that, that is true. <laughs> that is how that works. I think the hometown I grew up in was named after a, a white, like Andrew Jackson soldier or something. Yeah. I know nothing about my town's history. <laughs> yeah. My town's history sucks. I, I just assume that dude's a racist and never bring it up. Makes sense. <laughs> I'm pretty sure anyone born before, like, 1800 is probably racist, so. Can confirm. Mm-hmm. How, how, how was racism in the 1700s? <laughs> the 70s? Not ideal, but you could, in Britain, you could, and America, you could kind of get away with it. As long as you weren't too dark. You weren't too dark-skinned, you could just kind of be like, hey, just an Italian, and they would treat you worse, but they wouldn't treat you, like, terrible. Yeah, I mean, I've seen Hamilton. Pretty much everyone was black, I thought. Yeah, exactly. Thomas Jefferson was black, so Mm. not enough people know that. (laughs) The only anti-Thomas Jefferson podcast. Yeah, Thomas Jefferson owned slaves. Not a fan of that. We are are an anti-slavery podcast. Maybe the only one. We're probably the only one. Name the Joe, Joe Rogan is not one on record saying he's anti-slavery. He's, he's pro-slavery. He watches UFC, doesn't he? Yeah, that is. They're in cages. It's yeah. what else? It, the writing's on the wall, yeah. honestly. Exactly. Hey, I, I have my brother watches the Joe Rogan podcast. My brother's an idiot. Uh, but I have been considering getting someone to run uh, technical stuff for me in the background, you know, while this is going. Uh, no reason to start to keep doing this by myself. Uh, you could see the production value in the show. It's it's pretty high, but <laughs> you can, what you need is uh, like a like a third person over there just plugging away on a keyboard. So right, that's what we need. no, absolutely, and uh, we also need a soundboard more mm-hmm. than anything. I agree. Um, I've been looking into it. I. <laughs> I just have no idea. I need to figure out how to get um, recording off Audacity so I could add stuff like that. Uh, mm. Currently, what we're recording off of, uh, spoiler, uh, fourth wall break is Skype. Uh, so it's not working very well. But, I mean, the, the audio quality is good. I just haven't been able to, like, edit things as we go along. So. Uh, Unless I just start blasting, like, my phone into my microphone. So. No, it is. That could be good. Uh <laughs> Uh, so you had uh, Martin Truex winning, and I had Chase Elliott winning. Chase uh, both Elliott, yeah. probably good picks for this weekend. I uh, wouldn't be shocked. Probably going to be Kevin Harvick, but who's really to say? Yeah, I mean, he's also, both him and Danny have, have good chances at this. Well, Kevin Harvick could just go on like a weekly bender, show up, and have a good chance of winning. So He probably right. does. Honestly, I, I don't know. He drinks motor oil and bush. Mixed together, yeah, two sponsors. It'd be it'd be heresy if Kevin Harvick just hated Bush. He was a big Miller Lite guy, right? Or just didn't drink at all. 
<laughs> Straight edge He's Kevin Harvick. Ripped for a forty-four-year-old, maybe he doesn't. <laughs> maybe he has one it's bush true. apple every every month as his cheat day. Is a little treat. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bush apple is a treat. <laughs> Love that for him. I, I wish I could just have a little bush apple as a treat. I need to get on, on the Kevin Harvick diet. Right. I need to get on that Kevin Harvick diet. Yeah. More motor oil. Yeah, just really purge my system. It's, what, it's what's needed. So. <laughs> right. And outside of NASCAR, the NBA playoffs first round uh, has – is it is it completely over? Is there yeah, another, it's, it's okay. over now. It's what I think. Okay, yeah. the last so. game. It is Lakers versus the Rockets, uh, Clippers versus the Nuggets, Woo-hoo! and then the second round of the East is still going. It started. Uh, the Heat are in the lead by two, and the Celtics are in the lead over the Raptors by two. Yep, both both won both their first game. So, uh, looks like uh, it will be a Heat Celtics finals, which is just an abhorrent sight for everyone involved. Right. Uh, just disgusting. I, I, I will not. Ca- I don't don't count the Bucks out yet. No, no I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I think Giannis will go on a tear and win like four straight. I wouldn't. Yeah, I, wouldn't I mean, we've we've already seen one three one comeback in the bubble. So. That is true. Yeah. Uh, go Nuggets. Hell yeah! <laughs> Only pro Nuggets podcast. We are a pro Nuggets. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. we have all kind. Uh, we I'm one kind of nugget uh, correspondent. We got Sam Harris, another kind of nugget correspondent, and then. Do you think if I uh, DM'd Bull Bull, he'd come on the podcast? Uh, no, but Tory Craig might. Maybe. Uh, like, do you think Nick Van Exel's available? <laughs> the most, the greatest nugget of all time. Yeah, brother. Oh. Is he is he available? Uh, <laughs> I he have no he's idea. up to. What do you think Dikembe Mutombo's up to? You think he'll be on the podcast? Uh, no. Dude, he's getting <laughs> a, he he's uh he's you know on like ads and famous and shit. Well, yeah. I mean, most NBA players are famous, but I can, no, I know. Get big he, enough. Even for you know that he, he was on those Geico commercials. He has finger wag. We just gotta get. We just gotta get more famous. We'll be good. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll DM. Black DM Will Barton. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like he's getting up there. Oh uh, yeah. See, Jamal Murray's probably busy. I think I could. I think I could swing Mason Plumley. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think I could swing yeah, Mason Plumley. Don't bother any of these guys until after the playoffs, please. <laughs> <laughs> the talking sack curse. <laughs> Somehow I just ruin it for them. Yeah. You think you think uh <laughs> you think the ownership would <laughs> Josh Cronky. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say Stan Cronky. <laughs> oh dude, he did, he forgot he owns the Nuggets. Don't remind him. I don't want him anywhere near this team. Yeah, Josh I we trust. To, I need to yell at him for what he did to the Rams, but other yeah, than that I'm I, good. I don't I love that he moved the Rams, and the Rams are doing good off of it, mostly. But the um, uh, he absolutely ruined the town of St. Louis. They are in shambles. They still haven't recovered. Good. Sure, they good. won a Stanley Cup since then, but <laughs> who's who's to say good. it was a good idea? Yeah, I say good. Doesn't technically Stan Kroenke's wife own the Nuggets or something? 
so he owns Crunky Sports Entertainment, and she owns half of it. Okay. Um, but she he he owns just not enough of it to like not count, even though he's like the chairman. So. Mm-hmm. Well, good for them. <laughs> so, uh, how do you think your Nuggets are going to fare this round against the Clippers? The Clippers are in shambles, but. <laughs> Yeah, we can we can actually we actually played the Clippers uh, fairly well these last couple couple times we faced them. I don't think we've ever faced a healthy Kawhi and Chris or uh, George Paul George on the same night <laughs> while we were playing them. So that's uh, that's something different. But I I think especially with Gary Harris back, we can we can do some damage against them. I don't. It's hard to know, but there's no real reason we can't win this series, especially if that's the if the Jamal Murray we saw over those seven games is the Jamal Murray we're going to get over these next seven. We're going to win the series. Yeah, I uh, I have a feeling that would be the case. Paul George has been just playing really, really almost just just awful, really. <laughs> not really anywhere else to put it. I mean, right. like I guess not awful, but for Paul George standards, it's bad. Uh, yeah, so it's just not, really? not not where they need to be if they're going to compete. Because AD is going basically at full throttle. It that would mm-hmm. be his corollary, you know, as the the other it's big. It star is definitely going to be interesting. Uh, oh, sorry. I mean, to see like if how well the Lakers match up with the Rockets, because Lakers guard play is probably their one thing. They'll just put LeBron at point guard or whatever. But yeah, that's uh, that's what you do. You just run him as point guard and then just run a pick and roll with AD a million times. Yeah, and... I think... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, obviously, like, the Rockets' bigs are not going to... No no one on the Rockets is going to be able to defend LeBron or Davis very well. <laughs> so, no. I don't, that's a, I don't think... That's the, a, yeah. It's a very tough matchup for them. It's a tough matchup for most teams, but especially teams that don't have, like, height like the Rockets do, just playing insane small ball. Yeah. Uh, well, they're doing I, it on purpose. Their hope is, I guess, that if if no one can stop anyone, three is more than two. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but so, I think the Nuggets uh, match up well with the Lakers as well. I don't. If the Nuggets make it through, it'll be interesting, just because they're the Nuggets are probably the only team left that has good like center play. So. Right, and we we can we can match up with them. The problem is that at the end of the day, they have LeBron James, and nobody else does. Yeah, LeBron, very, LeBron James is a good basketball player. Very good. <laughs> it's, it's he's he's okay. Spooky man. He's fine. Yeah, because <laughs> every okay. every game we played the Lakers pretty close, but we haven't actually won one this year. I don't think. So. I mean, LeBron didn't win MVP this year, but I'm sure he's fine. Right. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> he seems like he's doing okay as a person. Right. I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll work out all great. LeBron. It, it, it normally works out pretty well for LeBron. Well, I mean, I guess like six times he's lost the finals, but he's at least made it nine times. Right. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He he made it. It's it's almost weird. Like my entire like teenage life, he made the playoffs. Right. As long as I was. Since I've been older than eleven, he made the playoffs. Yeah. 
And then he he didn't make it last year. I guess the finals, not even the playoffs. Yeah, not even he's made the playoffs most of the years he's been alive, but the finals he uh, he's been you know the last eight years or seven straight or whatever. Yeah, I mean he's been in the league since I was three, and he's only missed the playoffs like twice. So yeah, and one was last year. So yeah, they missed last year's a mulligan year season. So. Last year, yeah. And now they have AD. It was, so. it, yeah, it was it was an entire ploy just so they could get the Zion Williams pick and give it to the Pelicans. <laughs> or I don't know which pick they got, but yeah, they gave it to the Pelicans. But good for them, you know. They did yeah. it. They they built themselves up. They signed free agents. It seems like it's not that hard to get a super team. No, not in, uh, again. If you have LeBron. <laughs> The, the yeah, hard I mean, part is, is getting one. Up. The hard part is getting one. You yeah, can usually uh, get the second. Yeah. It seems like it shouldn't be that hard for someone, say the Bulls, I'm just picking a team randomly, uh-huh. uh, to, to get a good player in like a place like Chicago, per se. Uh, but, you know, it's it seems like it's impossible. But Well, the, the problem is these guys don't hit the market. That's the that issue. Is- is yeah, that they, uh, they sort of just choose their team and then go there and then they stay there. That is yeah, fair. I don't know if Giannis Wait. will ever leave. Uh, I, I think Donovan Mitchell he, just said tonight that he wasn't leaving or last night, whatever. He, yeah, they just reported that the day it opens, he's signing a max deal. So, yeah, so good for them. Jokic isn't going I don't anywhere. Know. Jamal's not going anywhere. Kawhi's signed. Giannis is the Giannis, and then whenever as Luca moves forward in his career, and that that whole generation. Yeah, I don't know anyone recently that the Bulls could even sign. Uh, they're gonna have a good draft pick this year, so they at the minimum could get a decent pick, and I think anyone in the top four or five is gonna be a decent pick. Yeah, it's a pretty good draft. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think mo- most years people say that. I think this year, like, actually will be. It'll be similar to, like, right. uh, I don't know when was the last, like, deep draft. Or, like, there have been like, some pretty deep ones, like 2015 or something. Yeah, with, deep. I think Cat, uh, D'Angelo Russell, and Porzingis. Yeah. yeah, so there, there have been some deep ones in the not-too-distant past. I mean, hell, Luca was taken third. <laughs> That is true. Uh, poor, poor Hawks. Just, I mean, Troy Young is good, but it's he's yeah, not. Luke. <laughs> well, you know who really got the short end of all this? The Kings. Kings. Yeah, the Kings they always get the short end. Neither of those two players out of it. <laughs> and they got Marvin Bagley. Poor yep. Marvin. He's he's tough man. There. Maybe he'll be good. It's only two years in or whatever, but Luca's already. Mm-hmm. Very clearly one of the best, you know, 10, 12 players in the league. Yeah, some people say top five. Who's to say? It it's, might be. I mean, <laughs> one thing is we're just blessed with the depth of talent right now. Mm-hmm. There's so many good players. Yeah, uh, I... Is that the Jokic? No one before last week would have put Jamal Murray on that sphere, and now he is there. And then Jokic is there, and then you know, Donovan Mitchell, what do you do with him? And mm-hmm. 
It's it's insane. I this morning uh, was the first time I've ever thought of Demarcus Cousins since like 2017. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw a picture of him or something, and I just forgot that he was a basketball player. Yeah. I, well, he I keeps still thought he played. Yeah, that is a big issue. I still thought he was like on the bench for the Lakers. I guess no, I didn't he, know that. I didn't know that he got like he never actually played for the Lakers. I thought no, they signed him and he was still there. Because he got hurt again. Yeah. Poor, poor guy, though, really. I mean, I, I don't know. I I feel bad because, like, he played for the Kings for all of his career. And yeah. then he, like, played uh, for the Pelicans the one year because he got out. And then he immediately just signed with the Warriors and everyone hated him for it. And then he just got injured immediately right. after that. So well, he, he never had a chance to succeed. Pelicans too. Oh, yeah, that's true. He got hurt towards the end of the year and then didn't play. I forgot. Because, like, they, did they make the playoffs when he was on the team? No, they missed it because he got hurt. Yeah, that's what I figured. Because the rest of their team, besides them and AD, were just trash. Yeah. And then they traded AD for the entire Lakers bench and yep. a couple of picks. I think the and, Pelicans are going to be really good next year. Oh, yeah. Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. Mm-hmm. That looks, Insane. That looks very, very good. Just nutty. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Zion with like a year, I, he looked really good after the break. Uh, I don't, I just think that like the off season, I don't even know when they're going to be able to start back up again. But They don't know either. <laughs> no, I, they, they, they just keep putting it off uh, beginning of the January. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know entirely. Uh, I don't know if they should really start in January it seems like it's too soon because I know normally they start in like October which is when they started last season uh, uh, but January is such a rough time to start to uh, just because like every I guess it maybe not for the NBA because it's like mid NFL playoffs if the NFL has playoffs this year uh, right. it's like and there won't be any college bowl games I don't think this year so maybe the the championships maybe Hey, it's going to be really weird having the championships when it's just four SEC schools. <laughs> and Clemson, hey, is it that different than usual? No, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I guess, like, this year, it's probably just going to be, like, I, I guess it's just going to be the same four. Normally, it's just going to be Alabama, LSU, Clemson, and Oklahoma. It doesn't yeah. matter because the Pac-12 never makes it, and Ohio State's not playing. So Yeah. And no, you know, weird Michigan uh, stay your Penn State thing to, to throw you off. I really, so. I do wish the Big Twelve did cancel school or not, can cancel football just because Iowa State is Iowa State until this morning said they were going to have fans at their first game. Twenty five thousand on yeah. September twelfth, two weeks. Mm-hmm. As Ames is like exploding. Yeah, yeah, it's Ames is a fucking shit show. Ames is like the third biggest hotbed in America right now. I was watching a right. thing uh, where and Iowa City is like twelfth. Yeah, I was watching this thing where a stellar governor Kim Reynolds was talking about how like she thinks other colleges are gonna d- start picking up like Iowa State did just because we they started a, a week early and she thinks that's entirely why Iowa State's bad and not just because um, she's a horrible fucking governor and doesn't know how to do her job. Just blaming it on, like, the school. <laughs> right. And the timing and stuff. Yeah, and then today she said, or I don't even know if it was today, she said she was considering raising the drinking age just because kids are partying too much. Like, that would save anything. Right. Even you though can raise she... raise as much as you want, dude. People aren't <laughs> trying to abide that. 
Yeah, I wonder if that would have helped when she had her DUI when she was 42 years old. Right. <laughs> Definitely the kids that are the issue. It's not even like, because like I'll go out and kids are, mo- every like teenager I see is wearing a mask. And then most like, you'll find like 40, 50 year old like adults who are just like not wearing masks. And right. They just don't give a shit or they don't think it matters. Yeah, I think I think the main reason that there's a large outbreak or one of the main reasons is that everyone who works these service jobs and shit is you know yeah yeah and then get sick because some rando (laughs) yeah and that's one of the it is definitely one of the shitty things about aims in general is that you do it's hard to prevent kids from coming in either unless you just shut down the colleges which is what i think they probably should have done in the first place but right uh, they're trying to milk out all the money yeah and now they're here it would be stupid to close them and be like okay now everyone go home while everybody's sick so you're kind of stuck yeah i feel really bad i don't even know if they allowed international students in or whatever they did with that i feel bad for the people who live like states away uh my old roommate last semester lived in florida so i I don't even know if they came back this semester because of that i i just stayed home and did online classes but and i also feel bad for a lot of the out-of-state people did that too and I, from what I've been hearing, Iowa State has no plan on closing anytime soon. So no, they're, again, they're, at this point, you almost can't do it. It'd be worse to close. Yeah. At least, like, I, I don't even care if you, like, keep people in their apartments and stuff. I don't know if that really helps anything. But, like, if you just don't have in-person classes for a couple weeks. And, I mean, COVID in America could have been over by now, like, easily. If people just listened and did things that they were supposed to, instead of thinking that we're infringing on people's rights just by right. like having you wear a mask and sit at home for a couple extra days, and I think America also bungled it by not offering to pay people for doing that, and right. just giving us twelve hundred dollars for six months of sitting at home. And I know they just passed more unemployment stuff, but there's also people who are still employed who are making less money or have right. to uh, like pay more stuff just because of COVID, and they're just not helping them. Nope. They're just being generally the worst yeah gotta love republicans buddy yeah what is your opinion on throwing bricks do you think they're too heavy yeah no you can't throw a brick they're too heavy it's physically impossible yeah i got stopped by the cops on my way home today i was just carrying a large duffel bag of soup like who doesn't do that you've probably walked home from the store carrying a duffel bag full of soup before i wasn't gonna do anything with the soup other than take it home to my seven kids and feed them a bunch yeah. of just raw Campbell's tomato soup. Wait, uh, but then I got it all confiscated. Let me get... Can't, <laughs> can't win. Again, I got, <laughs> I got this, the 17 cans of Campbell's tomato soup confiscated. I got a citation. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? And also, like... Um, <laughs> Uh, it, it is very clear that protesters were also not the ones that brought the bricks to the rallies or the soup cans. It was cops who left the tins of, in the buckets of bricks just scattered around town. I have never once been in Des Moines and just seen piles of bricks places. But apparently there was during riots. And I have no idea how that happened. Weird. Strange. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where the bricks came from. It's almost like they're yeah. planted there by a an organization that would want them to be there to get thrown so they can blame people for things, but that's just, that'd be weird. And then they don't even get thrown. They don't get thrown. Pile of bricks. 
because yeah, most people like they were mostly peaceful protests and then people were like oh you're destroying our city because like a, someone's window got broke from an unrelated thing right or you know one one tire store catches on fire it's like it's a nuclear disaster <laughs> so what i'm saying hello jackson jackson Jackson. I am back. Sorry, continue. <laughs> um, I what I'm saying is that we should burn down every tire store in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Great Tire Fire. If you just that pile it up, up enough tires, it just burns forever, right? You're right. Exactly. Limitless energy. <laughs> <laughs> that that is the main thing uh, America needs is more energy. Uh, we need we need res, uh, renewable and sustainable, uh, recyclable <laughs> resources. Exactly, tires. like tires. You can grow, so you grow rubber, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You make it into tires. You throw the. Tires. What is rubber made out of? It's made out of the rubber plant. Oh yeah, from the gum gum trees in Australia. I forgot. No, it's not from gum gum tree. What the hell are you talking about? It's from uh, rubber plants that grow in South America and Africa and shit. It's the black and sour gum trees from South Australia. Okay, you're so stupid, it hurts. Um, <laughs> you stupid idiot. Tires are from a plant, you goddamn fool. <laughs> You've seen, actually, no, I've seen the Michelin commercials. They just spawn out of a giant white mass and the dude just throws them on the car. <laughs> That's that's at the that's at the end of the process. That's after they've already been um, rubberized. He, he just swallows a bunch of tire tire like material. Uh-huh. Is that how that works? And uh-huh. then just, Something, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that the, shooting form. them out of his body like a machine gun. Oh my god! So yeah, no, you could create limit it, tires are a renewable source of energy. That's my. It's yeah. my take. How do you how do you get a Michelin man? How do those occur? Uh, you uh, take a Pillsbury Doughboy and then um, give him to a certain uh, doctor in Florida, an anti aging clinic, and mm. <laughs> that sounds that sounds good. Uh, yeah. I it's a very wholesome uh, procedure for the Doughboy. Um, yeah, absolutely. And that sounds that sounds like a, a nice note to end on. Just a nice wholesome Pillsbury yeah. boy story. Uh, next week we'll be back with just infinitely more NASCAR. I think. It yeah, just, it's Dar- never Dar- end. Yeah, Darlington baby should be a hell of a race. Uh, how did your how did our Arca boys did our Arca boys do good this week? Did they do? Um, I don't think did they race. Oh yeah, they, no, there was a race at WWT and Ty won. And mm. Sam finished like fourth, and then in the truck race, uh, Sam raced and fit. He was in the lead on the last restart, but he couldn't hold it and fell back to fifth. Their hat oh. bat flaggy one won the dang race. So, but he, he, yeah, well, he's he's still our guy. So he's, he is our guy. He is the talking sack racer of the month. So good job, Sam. As he, as he has been every month. And will be the, every month. 
for the remainder of the Tonkin-Zack history until we decide to fold up. So we'll see how that yep. Or, you know, get traded or whatever. Get we'll, jobs at XM. We'll, we'll uh, yeah, we'll, once we get bought out by... <laughs> I was going to make a joke that we got bought out by Barstool, but I don't think I would ever allow that. <laughs> I can just imagine you receiving an email from me that's just about how we get bought out by Barstool Sports. I would not be pleased with you, Jackson. <laughs> I can tell you that. But it's like, but like, if I slide you like a six-figure check, what are you gonna do? Reject it. That's fair. <laughs> this, this is beyond. We money. we all we already set my uh, my price for Trump, and the barstool price is fairly similar. <laughs> That's true. I don't. I don't know what my barstool price would be. I I say that, but again, if I was waved like a yeah. six figure check in front of my face, I think I would probably. Sell oh, out. you would do know. it for fifty bucks. Yeah, barstool sports is like here's a hundred dollars. I'd be like, yeah, sick. <laughs> say less. I'll start a new NASCAR based podcast. I don't care. <laughs> but talking sack brand is just massive. Yeah, the biggest brand. More and more people are talking about talking sack. That is true. Everywhere you go, one extra person. You just can't get it out of your head. Yeah, when Uh, you you, when you're on flights, their their fans are flying around the country. You just hear people chanting talking sack. It's I dude, it is becoming insane. I can't even go out in public without autograph hounds and paparazzi hunting me down. Well, on on the WWE Thunderdome, they were chanting talking sack. Yeah, they had to mute it. Yeah. Uh, it's terrible. Uh, terrible. Did you, you, you also had an, an update to our DM list. Would you like to share that? I did? You DM'd me like two days ago, and you're like, we're adding Jasmine Duke to the DM list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you yeah, remember, no, I, I don't know if you remember I, that. I, but <laughs> I, 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 did, I did say that, and I did mean that, because I was watching Raw Underground at the time. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> big fan of Jay Dukes. Dude, she's very tall. <laughs> just, big fan of tall women. Uh, Liz cool just likes tattoos. tall people in general. Yeah. Why are you a big fan of Roman? Hell tall yeah, big boy. Big boy with tattoos. Jess has the same look, man. She's just lankier. And blonde. And, yeah. and white. So, same thing, though. Yeah, so Jess, please DM. I'm glad. I'm glad. I hope one 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 day someone DMs us. I'm gonna start tagging people in like our DM list and see if any of them do it. I'm just gonna post yeah. a raw DM. <laughs> do it. <laughs> see how that works out. I, uh, anyway, publicly asking a 17 year old kid to DM us is good. Good marketing. <laughs> well, wait till he. T- <laughs> I think waiting till he turns 18 is worse too. <laughs> Oh, yeah. just, do just, it. just tag just him. Can't. Just go for it. Just act like yeah, it what's doesn't the worst matter. Because he, he'll see it. He saw your one tweet about him talking about nuggets. He only has like... Yeah. He, he he may be a NASCAR driver or whatever, but he only has like 3,000 followers. He's slightly smaller than Rob. So, and Rob sees everything. So. Right. But also Rob is way more online than Sam is. So. Yeah, but if you tag him and stuff, he'll, he'll see it. That's he true. doesn't get that many ads. He's, a, he's online enough to it. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll, we're getting it on the ground floor. So, yeah, ta- tag him in the next 
I give him the next. I'll, I'll I'll put out the DM list in like ten minutes after we go dark, and I'll okay. send it through. But not, uh, not anyway. Um, not uh, a D- don't call it a DM list. Just say these are the talking sack people of the month. The, the talking sack people of the month, and it's uh, J Duke, <laughs> Sam Mayer, uh, Casey Musgraves. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. Yeah, that's basically the list. I think Ty Gibbs. Gibbs. All right, the top five. Top five. The talking Zach top five. <laughs> Hell yeah. of the month. <laughs> Love that for us. Uh, do you have any parting words before we leave? Not that don't involve those people DMing us. Love that for you. Uh, did you go to your alcohol in the workplace meeting yet? No. Um, I'll hear about that at some point, but we'll see. Right, how awesome. drunk I am for the meeting. <laughs> you just show up plastered, and they're like, uh, I think, yeah, alcohol in the workplace needs to go. You just ruined it for everyone. Good job, buddy. Right. Actually, <laughs> this guy's having such a good time. We need to be alcohol all the time. It is, yeah, if anyone sees how much fun Liz is having, then you just gotta shut it down. Right. <laughs> it ain't, it, it, nothing compares to a Liz party, let's be honest. Hell yeah. It literally cannot stop. It's, it's, it's unstoppable. Please Hell try yeah. and stop it. Jesus. Right. <laughs> I, think, I think we're good. I, uh, I hope you have a great week, Liz. Yeah, we tank forever. Tank forever. All right, have a good night, Liz. <laughs> yeah, it's in pocket.